Hello, there's Brother Joshua Rhodes. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Bible Preacher Podcast. I want to wish you a very happy new year. Uh, I am glad, excited, anticipating, looking forward to all that the Lord will do in 2022. Uh, the Lord answered many prayers in 2021, and I want to thank Him by faith ahead of time for the prayers that He will answer in 2022. And uh, we can rejoice greatly in all the Lord has done. And, uh, but I'm here to tell you the greatest thing you can rejoice in is who he is uh, as your savior. And uh, my soul, people love to talk about what God has done. I wanna, I'm thankful for who God is. Amen. And so we look forward to this coming year. And as we look to this first episode of 2022, we're going to be uh, looking to the book of Philippians. Open your Bibles to the book of Philippians chapter 3. In verses 13 and 14, and I I realized looking forward that for us to, uh, to not make the same mistakes as we made in 2021, we need to look forward to 2022. And so uh, let's read our passage and we'll see what the Lord has for us here today. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14, the Bible says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Lord, I pray you'd make with us now as we look to you the past, this passage of scripture. And we, Lord, we just thank you ahead of time for the victories and all that uh, you have take place in 2022. Thank you for what you do. But most of all, thank you for who you are. And I pray you'd make with us now. In Jesus' name, amen. Boy, what a, what, looking forward to what God will do in the future. Here we are, 2022. Hey, it's a fresh year. There's no mistakes on it. There's no blemishes. There's no failures. There's there's none of that has taken place as of this moment forward. But boy, we have an opportunity to magnify the Lord. But how do we uh, press forward properly? Well, let me share this with you. Before we can forget the things behind us, we must put some things behind us if we're going to go forward, how can one press forward for the Lord when you're uh, nursing an old wound, when you're uh, reliving uh, something that has no business being relived? Uh, there, there's five things that we need to for, uh, put behind us in order for us to go forward for the Lord. First of all, I see the personal differences. In 2 Timothy, uh, or in Acts chapter 15, verse 39, the Bible says, And the contention was so sharp between them that they departed asunder one from the other. So Barnabas took Mark and sailed unto Cyprus. Now Mark being the nephew of Barnabas, uh, you know, Barnabas sided with family. And Paul and Barnabas had taken a mission trip together. But here they are, and the contention was so sharp. They departed, they separated, they no longer traveled together. And But you know what? They both continued in ministry. They both continued living for the Lord, yet not together. 
You know, in 2022, there may be personal differences with you or another brother. Uh, Lord has not made us all the same, and but there may be, I'm not talking about doctrinal differences, I'm saying personal preferences. And me and other preachers, we kid with each other about uh, some of the uh, personal preferences people have, but hey, let's put that behind us and press forward for the Lord. I see later in the Word of God in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 11, the Bible says, only Luke is with me. Holy Ghost having Paul pen these words, only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. Hey, in January and February, there may be personal differences with you and another brother or another sister. Give it to God. Put it behind you. Press forward. Hey, later in the year, September, October, November, you may find that that personal difference of preference that you had with another brother or another sister of just how you see things, I, hey, you may later say, can that can can can, can we get with that brother? Can can we uh, uh hey have him come over? He'll be an encouragement. Hey, look at Paul. In Acts 15, the contention was so sharp, they departed asunder. Yet later in 2 Timothy 4, he says, Only Luke is with me. Take Mark, that same Mark. And Paul wrote, Bring him with thee. Hey, let's put our personal differences behind us so we can go forward. Secondly, personal differences, number one. Number two, potential distractions. In the book of Acts chapter 28, and the Bible writes in verse 1, And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. What took place here? Here in Acts chapter 28, Paul and the people on that ship were shipwrecked, and they uh, no souls were lost, and they all made it to shore as the Lord had Paul tell them. But you know what? The, the others, hey, uh, the, those were prisoners. Paul was being held himself trying to go to Rome. And you know what? If you, you get shipwrecked, you can, you can lose focus. A shipwreck is a traumatic event. It's a, it's a, uh, I mean, it's a life-changing. Uh, what was is no longer existing. And to put it all back together is simply impossible, it may seem. Hey, that circumstance couldn't distract you from what God has for you. What took place there on that island? Hey, Paul was bitten by a, a viper, and he shook shook it off and was able to preach to those people. And as the Lord worked in Paul's life, hey, he was in the middle of having been shipwrecked. But Paul didn't stop and moan and groan about the economy and how difficult it was and how terrible it was and woe is me and if I was on another island in better circumstances no Paul preached the word and hey just because he was shipwrecked did not distract him from being effective for the Lord hey some things we need to put behind us uh, so that we can go forward personal differences number one number two potential distractions number three personal disappointments personal disappointments. 
we see here in the life of Paul, the Lord had him write in 2 Timothy 4, verse 10, For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Crescens to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia. We see here painful disappointments. Hey, Demas was one of uh, Paul's preacher boys that Paul had been working with and investing his life and in sacrificing for, yet he writes, Demas hath forsaken me. Why? Having loved this present world. Hey, in ministry, in marriage, in life, in moving for the Lord, hey, there are disappointments that take place. Yet we see again in that same chapter, 2 Timothy 4, verse 14, Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. What was Paul's reply? The Lord reward him according to his works. Hey, where you serve the Lord, where you're trying to live for God, there will be people that oppose you. There will be groups of people that are opposed to how you are wanting to continue for the Lord in the obedience of Scripture. Not everybody wants to be your friend. And Paul names him Alexander. Well, what was he? He was a coppersmith. He was a tradesman. He was a skilled uh, manufacturer fabricating with copper and mo moving uh, to different, uh, possibly for idols. But boy, he really gave Paul trouble. Paul said, I'm going to give it to God. The Lord reward him according to his works. Hey, there's disappointments. Hey, uh, he says, of, of with Alexander the coppersmith, did me much evil. The, the Lord reward him according to his works, of whom be thou where also. Watch out for him, for he hath greatly withstood our words. Hey, there's going to be people that are in opposition of you preaching the gospel, of you preaching the word, of you uh, boldly proclaiming, thus saith the Lord. Hey, that you can warn people, hey, uh, watch out for this. There's opposition in that area. Careful how you proceed. Hey, there's painful disappointment. There's Demas. You'll have Demas's for have forsaken me. It's happened to Paul. Hey, it's happened to others. It can happen to you. But put that behind you as you press forward. Don't let it. Don't let it stop you. When you have a setback, hey, don't let it stop you. Uh, let it propel you. But let's put away personal differences, potential distractions, painful disappointments. Number four. Hey, let's look at this. Popular disapproval. And the Bible says in Acts 14, verse 19, And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium, who persuaded the people, and having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing that he had been dead. Boy, he was, Paul was so popular, people wanted to kill him. Oh, he was popular in the people, in the direction of people wanting to kill him. Uh, there's much in Hollywood and the movie stars and sports fame of famous baseball players and this person and that person because of their skill and how they can perform. Paul was faithfully serving the Lord. Oh, he found some popularity. 
there grew a large group of people that were persuaded that, boy, we need to murder this man. Hey, when you're serving God, sometimes God allows groups of people to give you opposition in serving him. When we were in South America, um, my family and I uh, had false charges filed against me. Our landlord said that we stole all her furniture. Uh, we were having vacation Bible school at a separate incident, and that neighbor said uh, she filed charges. And the, what were the charges? Was it was it criminal activity? No, it was singing Father Abraham too loudly. Well, since that day, praise the Lord, that woman has gotten born again. And that neighbor that caused so much grief, oh boy, she, she's gotten born again and looking forward to a faithfully attending church. But hey, sometimes we're popular in the direction that we're not wanting to be. Popular disapproval. And the, the Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and they persuaded people that weren't believing this to begin with, but they were persuaded. Careful who you listen to. You may say, I don't believe that way. I don't read that way. I don't walk that way. Uh, I don't practice uh, the word of God faithfully in the direction they're wanting me to go. I uh, Listen, careful who you listen to. The Jews came and they persuaded the people. And the Bible says, having stoned Paul, they were attempting to murder him. The stoning in the Bible is not just a little stone to the forehead, but large stones that can be dropped on you by a two or three men picking them up and crushing your lungs or breaking your femur or uh, dislocating uh, or shattering your collarbone and arms and neck and crushing your skull to a very grotesque image of watching that take place. The Bible says, having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. They did such a job attempting to stone Paul with large stones to murder him in a grotesque fashion. They said he is, they, they said the Bible says, supposing he had been dead. They said, hey, he's dead. Let's drag this dead carcass out of the city. Yet Paul, they went back in the city and the Bible goes on to show that Paul rose up and shook the dust off his shoes and well, went back to preaching the same city. Hey, popular disapproval. Hey, we need to put that behind us so that we can go forward. We've seen personal differences, potential distractions, painful disappointments, popular disapproval. We close this uh, this, this, this uh, message here, this short word of encouragement. Uh, hey, we need to put behind us prideful development. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 7, the Bible states of the Apostle Paul writing, and uh, uh, writ, uh, being told of the Holy Ghost what to write, and lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Hey, the Lord was using Paul in a powerful way. 
The Lord was using Paul to reach cities for Christ. But Paul was a man. And Paul battles what every man battles, and that is pride. And so the Lord allowed there to be given to him a thorn in the flesh. Thorns are not comfortable. Thorns can cause an infection. Thorns cause discomfort. Every time that muscle moves or that thorn is placed, you know it's there to remind you, hey, I'm right here. And it, boy, it can, it can uh, hamper, it can uh, cause the progress to not take place like you thought it would, because why? I'm having to deal with this thorn. But Paul looks and said, hey, there's a reason God allowed this to take place, lest I should be exalted above measure. Through the abundance of revelations, God had been showing Paul some things and letting him see some things. And boy, uh, knowledge can puff up. And so the thorn was given to him and the messenger of Satan to buffet him. Why? Lest I should be exalted above measure. Now, Paul was a saved, Paul was a saved, born again Christian on his way to heaven. But boy, how many Christians are on their way to heaven, but they've lost their effectiveness for Christ because of pride. Um, uh, you see time and time again in the Old Testament where, where Satan in heaven said, I, even I, will be lifted up like the most high. And boy, he was thrown out of heaven and he took a third of the angels with him. Why? Because of pride. Not because of power, not because of gifts, not because of intellect, his pride. And Paul said, now, there's some things I, I got to put behind me. Uh, hey, that, that prideful development, put, put that pride behind you. Humble up, uh, swallow that stuff. Hey, we need to put some prideful development. Hey, why the Lord allow this to happen? Paul mentions, I mean, at least twice in this one verse, and lest I should be exalted above measure. The Bible asks that a man, a steward, be found faithful. It's required of a steward to be found faithful. Hey, in 2022, we don't need to be famous, but we sure enough need to be faithful. Hey, some things we need to put behind us are personal differences, potential distractions, painful disappointments, popular disapproval, and prideful development. Say, I'm not proud. I'm not on battle pride. Pride doesn't bother me. Oh, take heed. Take heed lest ye fall. I look with excited anticipation. Looking forward to continuing. Uh, Paul wrote, Paul had the Holy Ghost right in Philippians. Chapter 3. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. May we, like Paul, press forward 
press toward the mark, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I wish you a very happy new year in the Lord Jesus. May we magnify the Lord, exalt his name. He's seated on the right hand of the throne of heaven. And may we be faithful in bringing souls to Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.